You're listening to the Run the Riot podcast, where we talk about all things ultra running. I'm your host, David Terrio, and man, I'm pumped that you are here. Let's see what we can get into today. Hey, my friends, welcome to another episode of the Run the Riot podcast. And today we've got somebody who's really going to, I don't know, take away any excuse you have on not doing what you want to do or not setting big goals. Today we're going to talk with Robert McKay. And Robert is running ultra marathons. He goes out uh, just about every day and runs by himself or runs with his dogs. And Robert is almost completely blind. Yeah, you heard that right. He's almost completely blind since he was two years old. And uh, so you get to hear his story and hear some of the things he's doing and some of the challenges that he has with running. And he even runs on trails. So, yeah, check this out, guys, and uh, be inspired. Robert McKay. Robert, how you doing today, man? Pretty good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Well, like I said before we started recording, I, I I don't I know a little bit about you, but not a whole lot about you. So so first off, uh, let's start by where are you from? Where you where you live right now? Where are you? I'm actually from the northwest part of Georgia. It's a small town called Cartersville, Georgia. Okay. Cool. Um, and and, and you from there? Still live there? Pretty much, yeah. I've gotcha. been in Georgia for most of my life. Gotcha. How how old are you? Uh, thirty. I just I actually just turned thirty. Nice. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. I, I have um uh my mother is from the Savannah area, from a little town called Ellabel out there, and I have a bunch of my my grandmother, aunts and uncles. I have a whole lot of family that that lives out in that area, uh, in Georgia. Oh, cool. So yeah, so I spent a little bit of time that, out there. Uh, what county is that? I I could probably tell you their mascot. <laughs> <laughs> really? Weird, you know, Scott Coomer's been asking uh, people the one thing that most people wouldn't know about you on his podcast. Uh-huh. And my my thing is, uh, I could pretty much tell you anybody's high school mascot in the state of Georgia. You give me a really? school, I'll tell you their. You give me a school, I'll tell you their mascot. That's interesting. I'll have to. I'll have to. Um... Man, I don't even know what the high school is there. Cause <laughs> I'm not as good with colleges, but I'm pretty. I mean, <laughs> that that's pretty cool. That's <laughs> that's awesome. Well, you you just mentioned uh, Scott Coomer, and I just yeah you you listened to the podcast with him, and that's how you, you messaged me uh, on that. And um, I had a good time visiting with Scott. And uh, if, if for those that don't know, I'm sure everybody knows that he's with the Ten Junk Miles podcast. Those guys are. <laughs> hilarious and fun and uh so and i just enjoyed getting to know him but uh and so i i, I enjoyed that episode it was pretty awesome oh so cool I, man i'm glad i found that because i found you guys oh cool that, that, well thanks man thanks um so uh you're, you're from georgia and uh, you're you're a runner you've done um ultra marathons right a couple yeah but I, i'm aiming to do more Oh, nice, nice. Okay, so so um, before before we let everybody know uh, what's a little bit different about you, or, or a lot different about you, uh, <laughs> <laughs> tell me tell me uh, about like uh, how you started running. Um. Well, I it's kind of a long journey, but uh, I started running 
track because in middle school because I just wanted to. I was I was lazy and wanted to do the two hundred. Okay. <laughs> the coach put me in the 800 the first meet of my sixth grade season. I'm like, no, I am not. That's too far. I'm not running the 800. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Ironically, I, the last race I did in my eighth grade year was the 800. So, and then I was, I was huge into wrestling. So I wanted to do a sport in the fall to keep in shape for wrestling. And I saw cross country and I was like, Oh, it's only three point one miles. I can do that. So I basically started doing cross country to get in shape for wrestling. And well, ended up falling in love with running as well. Oh. And then I went to college and I ran for two years at a junior college. And okay. then I kind of fell off from running for a little bit. Um, I got into rock climbing. Nice. Okay. Um, and then it got to where running was more accessible for me than going to the gym and rock climbing. So yeah. I decided to pick running back up like, uh, Let's see. I think it was like fall of 2015. Okay. Maybe. Well, yeah, I think fall of 2015. Well, I, I'm going to stop you for a second because um, I, I know you just started listening to 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 our podcast. Um, I wrestled uh, in high school. That's my background. And, uh, yeah, yeah. And so like the only running we did was, you know, coach making us run sprints and, uh, you know, like a five miles on Saturday or to cut weight and all that. What, what, oh, yeah. uh, what, what weight class did you wrestle? Uh, I was between, well, when I was varsity in high school, I was between 135 and 145. Okay. Um, so you were a bigger boy. I was, I was small, man. I was doing the 112, 119. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. Yeah, he, our coach always put me with the littler guys because, I mean, he didn't put me with the, I don't know, it was kind of weird because there were a lot of days I wrestled with the 125 and 119. It was in practice, but there, there were a few days he put me with the guy that was 152, 145, and it was kind of funny. We had a guy that was autistic on my our team, and he put me and him together, and we'd go at it. <laughs> nice. Nice. So, so, um, well, I, I, I guess, um, I guess we need to, you know, let everybody in on, uh, well, you know, they, they'll have probably seen the intro to the podcast or whatever, but so you're, you're, a, you're a runner. You went from wrestling, uh, to running and since 2015, you've been running primarily, right? Yes, sir. All right. And you are blind, right? Yes. Right. Yes. Um, well, yeah. they classified as just legally blind. Um, okay. I I can't read print. Um, gotcha. I read Braille. Well, when I do read. Or I read text on my phone. And I have an iPhone, which has voiceover, which reads the screen, which that helps out a lot. But I can see good enough to run on the edge of the road and not step off the edge of the road or running the traffic gotcha gotcha uh, luckily there's not too much traffic on the back roads where i'm at so <laughs> when there is traffic i can get out of the way got so so i mean you're it, it's you, you're okay so you're legally blind and you're you're just very limited uh with what you can see can you is like so when you're looking at the edge of the road what do you you know how do you perceive it uh i can see the difference in the green grass and the asphalt okay and and have you uh have you been you know were you born like this or um 
No, I have hydrocephalus, which basically means water on the brain. Okay. Um, and it was caused by a lack of oxygen to my brain when I was born. Um, that caused a blood clot to go into one of the ventricles in the front part of my brain, which normally lets the spinal fluid flow through it and circulate back through my body. Well, mm. they cannot get to that blood clot to fix it. So they put a shunt tube in, which drains the fluid and circulates it back through my body. And that's constantly circulating through. So when they did that, um, I was, I think I was like two, two and a half. Um, the release of the pressure off my optical nerves destroyed them. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, they still work, obviously, because I can see a little bit, but not enough to, you know, read print or see vivid details gotcha so so you're about you know two years old this happens and so i mean you know you're you've you've learned to adapt i mean you've you've you basically grew up you know learning how to 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 perceive things differently than the rest of us then right oh yeah um (laughs) it's work but i've i've developed um ways to do things i mean now I've got to where I'm, I go out with my wife in public, and most people don't realize I'm blind until I tell them. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Um, so uh, here's a little tidbit of information, uh, Mr. Um, blind Wrestler. I had to wrestle for the first time against uh, against a blind wrestler, <laughs> and it's hard because you had to <laughs> you had to I had to stay in contact with him, and I kept like. I would, you know, just by, by uh, reflex, I would kind of let go to shoot in and they'd stop it. And I was like, oh, man, well, he ended up beating me with points, man. And he was, he was good. I couldn't. And I was like, all right, well, props, props to him. But, uh, but, but I that's was pretty decent. I mean, we were in a tough, tough area. I'll, I'll go ahead. I'm not trying to sugarcoat it. We were tough. Yeah. Um, I was stronger. I just wasn't as technically sound as most of the guys I wrestled. Yeah, but I won my, I won a few. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's cool. That's cool. That's awesome. Um, I'm just glad I didn't have to wrestle the deaf guy. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been hilarious. <laughs> just like, uh, what's that? See no evil, hear no evil. <laughs> exactly. Um, I mean, there was a guy in our area, not like, I mean, he was pretty close. He was in the mountains and we we're pretty much Northeast Georgia. Um, but he was 160 and, and I was one. 35 so i was like okay i'm good <laughs> <laughs> we keep telling the yeah blow the whistle and one guy doesn't stop and it's like, <laughs> it's like whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah, nice nice so so what you uh okay so you wrestled and then uh and then uh you started uh you started running again mm-hmm. and um so how did you, I mean, I guess growing up, I mean, you're, you're running, you ran track, you, you were, you were blind running track. And I guess, is it, I mean, you could perceive the lines on the track well enough to, to be able to run? Pretty much. They put me in lane one for okay. most of my races. Yeah. Um, so I could tell the difference in the, the grass and the, the tire, the rubber track. Um, but I could see the lines to stay in my lane. Okay. So that, that wasn't an issue. Now, how did you do cross country? Because cross country is not as there's not a as distinct of a, you know, delineation of where you're supposed to run and all. How'd you do that? 
like in practice, I could follow the. We had lines actually painted on our course. Which oh, cool. Okay. Most people didn't, but in yeah. practice, I could follow that. Or if the lines weren't there, I had a friend that would run with me. Um, in races, I had a assistant coach who would be my guide for most of my races. Nice. Um, and in college, I ran the first race without a guide. Well, with a guide, but only for the first half. And then one of the girls from our girls team picked up and ran with me, which that was an adventure. Um, <laughs> and then the second race, I didn't have a guide and it was at a horse farm or a cow farm. Okay. In, uh, middle, middle Georgia. <laughs> well, I'm running along trying to follow people. And I guess I got off track and ran into our barbed wire fence. <sighs> Wow. (laughs) I've done that before, but not, I can see, so I can't, I got no excuses. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) But my, uh, my parents and my coach were kind of worried because it was coming around like 50 minutes for me to finish a eight mile or a five mile race. And they're like, what happened? I was like, well, (laughs) I finished. Yeah, there you go. You figured it out. huh? Uh, oh boy! They so, somebody find, somebody found me and somebody guide me in. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Um, so so you um, yeah. So I mean, well, oh, let's back from up from that race on. I had a, a distinct guide. So okay, that's well, that's good. That. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Well, so what? Hey, what you what did you go to college for? Um, tell me about you. Uh, like, what did you do? Well, I went for history. Okay, and. Uh, I only got associates in history and then kind of, I realized I wasn't really good at writing papers. Okay. <laughs> so, I uh, kind of, yeah, that kind of fell apart. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm not really, I'm just trying to find a employment right now. Yeah. Um, okay. Not successful yet, but I'm working on it. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. That's good. It's cool. Um, and you know, like right now, I mean, things are so, um, I mean, for everybody, things are kind of crazy in in the world, you know. Um, oh yeah. Just out of whack, and you know, uh, I was I was looking at your Instagram, and and the cool thing about it is, you know, I'm looking at all the uh, friends and different people, and you know, there's a lot that we can't do right now, and there's a lot of things that are, um, you know, a lot of people losing jobs and and looking for jobs and trying to pay bills and do different things, but but everybody can run, you know, everybody's oh, yeah. out. Everybody's out running, and and even those that can't run outside or, or um, you know, uh, buddy of ours, uh, Michael Ortiz did a hundred miles. Oh, gee, in, that was that was. Did crazy. you did you see that? A hundred yeah. miles in the living room with a forty-five foot square. Yeah. I tried to. I can't run in the house because it hurts my feet. <laughs> so I tried to walk, and I'm like, this is gonna make me dizzy. Yeah, I th- and I think he said that for the first little bit. You can't go too fast because it's small, and you you yeah get get dizzy. Um, yeah, I, that I give you know kudos to him for uh, for and I've done I've done a hundred miles on a treadmill, and that was bad enough. But I had you know I had Netflix, you know I had Netflix, and you know I'm not going in a circle. Um, I mean I was in the same place, <laughs> but still treadmills Ooh. hate me. They hate you. Yes, I I am. Ne- I'm horrible at running on treadmills. Really? Yes. 
I, I, I don't have the balance for it. And okay. my stride ends up kicking the front of the, the treadmill. And I'm just like, Ugh, I, 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 yeah. So you, 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 uh, is it that you can, are you, do you shift, um, left or right? Or is it just that you have trouble perceiving like going fo- forward and back, I guess you go go too far forward or something like that. Is I, that, is that, I, I, I think so. I've only tried it a few times and just hated it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I'm either running outside or I'm not running. <laughs> Which, <laughs> I'll down here in Georgia. There's not many days you can't run. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what? I didn't run Sunday because of uh, tornadoes and stuff coming, but yeah, uh, yeah. How how close was uh was all that weather to you guys? Well, one went right over us. Oh wow! Okay, it skipped. It jumped over us, and well, we were pretty lucky. There was, um, I think, one fatality in the county. Wow, but that's crazy. Um, uh, I, I grew up in Louisiana, a hurricane area, and now I live in Oklahoma, a uh, tornado area. So, <laughs> tornado alley out here. So the um, first time, first time a storm came through that we had to really watch for tornadoes and stuff. I was just kind of like, oh yeah, this is kind of serious, you know. <laughs> kind of watch. It. I was panicked. I, I just because I saw it and the the way it looked, it was coming straight at us, and I, I was kind of panicking. Yeah. Um, a couple of counties north of us got pounded i mean it was rough i think there was 20 people that were dead wow that's 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 it blows my mind that wind can can you know just with hot air rising and you know atmospheric pressure and everything else can generate that much destruction either in a you know a tornado or a hurricane that it blows my mind i don't i don't it's hard to comprehend how I can <laughs> I could do that, man. It's, yeah, I know it's it's crazy how two weather systems can meet and it just be that much destruction. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I'm, I'm glad uh, glad it jumped over over you guys, man. Um, yeah. So you guys out there, it it can pick up in a hurry, can't it? Yeah, man, it, it does, and you know, um, I. No, I, I don't know. I guess it's I mean, even in Louisiana, there there were some issues. But around here in Oklahoma, you know, they'll be like, it's going to be a sunny day and there's, you know, a crazy storm or it's going to be storming and it's a sunny day. Uh, it's <laughs> I guess, the I don't know, something out here. It's hard for them to predict. And right. um, but uh, but yeah, I, I've actually where we live now, uh, north of Tulsa, walked out in the backyard and, and saw a, a tornado. Um, it was a you know, it was few miles away but you could see it and i was like ah, wow it was it was going the other way so i, I you know took a picture but it was wow. <laughs> it was uh but yeah it, it you know that's 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 real you know it's like man oh yeah that's 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 some scary stuff yeah wow. yeah so um so man so um you out there in Georgia, and you go from not really liking to run a whole lot, and um, you know you you're running in college, and and then so what what kind of a, I mean you've you've done you've done you you were complaining about running the 800 when you were younger, and now you've done much more. So like, what was your you know your first official like a uh, half marathon or marathon, um, and how did that come about? Well, I started off with like, when I started back running in 2015, I started off with like the couch to 5k thing Yeah. and I ran a 10k and then the next year I was like, okay, 
there's a half marathon at the same venue where I run that 10K. So I'm just going to run the half marathon. Yeah. And it was a very college half marathon. Um, and it was, it was a beautiful, it's like one of the biggest, it's a biggest college campus in the country. Um, huh. over here, in, uh, Rome, Georgia. And it was, it was beautiful. I loved it. Um, and then I, uh, was like, okay, I can, I can go further. I can, it's always, how far can I go? Like, how far can I push? What is the limit? Yeah. So I ran a trail half marathon in Helen, which is a mount, one of the mountain towns. Um, and it was beautiful, but it was technical as I'll get out. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, so, okay. So we need to, we need to, we need to pause here for two things. <laughs> I <talk> so. <laughs> <laughs> okay. First thing I just want to, uh, I've been to Rome, Georgia. Actually, um, I, I, I preached a revival at our Murchie, uh Baptist Church out there near Rome, Georgia. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. I had a friend who was a, a youth pastor out there. And so, um, yeah, so I've been there. I know the, I know the area a little bit. It's been a while, though. It's been a long time. So, I think so my that's the, dog needs to go outside. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> that's all right. That's all right. Uh, the door's going to open. That's why I was... Oh yeah, no no big deal, man. Let let the dog out. <laughs> so uh, can her you, can you still runs her her uh the dog that I have. Yeah. Every time I go out to my wife's parents, that dog runs with me, and um, she's been up to fourteen miles with me. Oh wow, that's awesome. And she's not really a running dog. <laughs> she's a uh, they said that she was a American pit mix but she i don't think she has any pit in her well we just uh my wife um uh kind of long story but anyway we, we were we were i was letting her get a cat for inside the house and it it got sick and we brought it back to the pound for them to check it out and it ended up dying but she oh, was on her sorry. way back yeah well th- we didn't have it long um and and she was on her way back and uh, somebody had dumped these these two puppies into the road, and the FedEx driver ran over one of them, and the other one oh. she, she rescued it and brought it home, and of course she fell in love with it. So instead of a cat, now we have we have a dog in it, and um, she's still young. She's probably uh, maybe ten weeks now, um, but she looks oh. like a a pit and a lab mix, and she's gonna be my runner, man. I took her out. Um, uh, I've taken her out for about three, four miles. She's still small, four miles, and she keeps up and she's good to go, man. So I'm pretty excited about that because <laughs> oh, I've man, never, awesome. yeah, I've, I've, I've grown up with dogs, but I've, as, since I've been a runner, I've never had a dog to consistently run with, and I can't wait to take her out on the trails. Uh, we took taking her out on on part of the trail, and I, I ran her for about two miles on the trails, and she did great, man. So I'm I'm pretty excited um, to have I've a never dog. Ran. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead, man. I've never ran trails with the dogs, but um, my wife's parents, they also have uh, a German Shepherd Chow mix. And okay. it's they, they've also had a couple other dogs. Well, they had a puppy before. And I've had probably, at one time, I probably had four dogs running with me. And we're just running these back country roads of middle uh, north northwest Georgia. And <laughs> nice. people look at us like, what? <laughs> I've got a gang of dogs protecting me. Nice, nice. So, so let's let's get back to um, you know I had I had to deal with Rome, Georgia because I've been there. And uh, so you did a trail half marathon. Now, 
Okay, so you just told me earlier that, you know, you can, on the side of the road, you can see the, you know, where the road ends, so you can follow the side of the road. On the track, you can kind of see the, the the lines and everything else. <laughs> tell, tell me tell me about your experience with trail running, because I, I can see, and I find myself supermanning, falling down, on my back, upside down, full of dirt. T- tell me tell me about this, man. It, it takes a lot of trust in who's guiding you. Okay. I'll say that. You got to have a good guide um, then, huh? Yes. Um, so who'd you, who'd you have to guide you? Um, well, for the first trail race, um, for the half marathon in Helen, I had uh, my cross-country coach from high school, David okay. Roper. And nice. that was that was a blast. I mean, just running with him again. Mm. I mean, it's been since high school since I ran with him. Yeah. Um, we got through four, four and a half miles pretty good. And then the tough climbing started happening, yeah. and my legs were dead after that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think I ran pretty good the last mile, mile and a half. But from four and a half to that was technical and climbing. Yeah. Um, but I think I ran that race in like 357. Okay. Hey, tra- trails, uh, trails are a whole different ball, you know, a whole different ball of wax from, from the road, oh, yeah. you know? Yeah. I went from a uh, 205, 206 half to a 357 half. <laughs> yeah. 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 I was okay <laughs> with it. I, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it that's technical. it. So, so how do you, what, what, um, what makes a good trail guide, you know, for somebody to guide, uh, you know, visually impaired or blind runner, like what, what, how, how do they, do they help you? Are they talking to you, telling you what's next? Or, and how, how does that, uh, you know, tell me about that. It depends on the trail. If it's a okay. really tight, near, single track, uh, and there's a lot of routes, I've, develop, I've developed a system where um, I'll run behind the guy, the guy mm-hmm. um, holding on to his shoulder or his pack, mostly. Mm-hmm. Um, and he'll call out, roots and three, two, one, or if it's really just Rudy or Rocky, he'll just, just pick your feet up, constantly pick your feet up. Yeah. Um, if it's double track and I can run beside him, I'd rather run beside him and yeah. him or her. Um, and if there's roots, give like a three, two, one warning. If there's no roots, it's just smooth sailing. Okay. Um, I, we have a trail here in, at Red Top Mountain State Park, which I love running there. Um, it's a pretty much double track and it's, there's no roots. So I don't have to, all I got to worry about is when to turn. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. So, um, so you, man, that's, that's awesome though. I mean, and like you said, you've really got to trust, you know, your, your guide for that, especially if it's a, um, if it's an area, you know, trail you hadn't been on. And like you said, technical, um, you know, I'm sure most of the listeners, man, they, they you know, we, it's technical is technical. And when you can see it's tough and, you know, I, man, kudos for, for just being, you know, brave enough to get out there and, and, and get at it. That's awesome. That's cool. I, I love the challenge. I, I mean, I'd rather be in the woods than on the road any day. I, I mean, I know I'm slower and I know it's a lot more work, but I'd rather be exploring and having fun on technical trails in the woods than, I mean, my body doesn't like technical trails. But, <laughs> yeah, you know. yeah, 
well, I, I'm the same. Yeah, man. I, you know, I train on roads more often because that's what's available to me. You know, it's easier to get there and if it's in, but man, just to be out on, on the trails and, and God's creation, just, ah, there's nothing like it, man. I, oh, I, yeah. If I had trails in my backyard, it, you'd be hard pressed to get me on the road, you know? Oh, uh, oh yeah. Yeah. Well, down here we have these back country roads and it's almost like trails. Yeah. I mean, you can get lost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, there's there's something about trails that is just it's yeah. fun. Uh, so so man, so you, you you got out there and did uh did you know did these trail half half marathons and uh, how did it progress from there, man? Well, that was in 2017. Okay. Um, and I don't think I think I ran my first 50k the following January. And I say ran in quotes. <laughs> uh, most people said it was an easy loop. It was a uh, the guts, the Georgia Ultra Trail Running Society, um, fat ass fifty k slash twenty five k. Okay. And I was like, I'll do the twenty. I'll do the fifty k. <laughs> well, why not? Um, everybody's like, oh, this loop's easy. It's not that big. Crap. <laughs> It was easy until the river. Um, there was probably a, I'd say two and a half, maybe, maybe three mile stretch. Might have not been that much, but it felt like it. Um, stretch along the river, which was just rocks, roots, rocks, roots, and it was just like it was rough. There were, it was just ankle ankle twisting rocks. I I rolled my ankle a few times, but nothing. Severely, I mean, I, I survived. Yeah. Um, and you had to make it was a six loop course. Oh wait, it, yeah, it was a six loop course. Okay. And you had to start your second loop or your last loop by two o'clock, and or yeah, it was two o'clock because it had to be. Uh, I'm doing math in my head. Sorry. Yeah. No. No, um, no problem. <laughs> It, it got dark earlier, so we had to start a, our last loop at a certain time, and I, I, it was close, so I didn't think I could finish the last technical loop um, before dark. So they said, "Hey, you know what? Just go round around the park for five more miles." Yeah. So I I did that and finished it. Finished in like I think it was nine hours and something, nine hours hey. and thirteen minutes. That's cool, man. It was, it was brutal. <laughs> yeah. Was, I think the highest temperature was 25 that day. Oh, wow. And my wife was like, there's ice in the river still. <laughs> so, yeah. That, that's, that's, it's, it's tough, man. When the temp, you know, when you got, yeah. When it's cold like that. I mean, I got out of the car to go eat and I was shivering. I couldn't stop shivering. Yeah. So how, how, what is your wife, uh, you know, for, for, uh, you doing, you doing these races, you doing a 50 K. What does she think about? You she know? thinks I'm crazy. <laughs> she thinks I'm absolutely crazy. Well, my wife does too, but does she support the crazy? Is she? Oh yeah. She's <laughs> okay. All, all right. She's always supported. She's okay, like, whatever cool. race you want to do, you can do it. Just be safe. Be careful. There you go. Good, good. Um, that, that... <laughs> so, I think, let's see, 2018, I went back to that 
um, half marathon in Helen. And I ran 10 minutes faster. Okay. Nice. The previous year. Um, there was a paved section. It was a, it was a pretty steep hill around mile five, five and a half. But I'm like, I'm not walking that section. I'm going to run that section this year. And I got through it, but yeah, probably my legs didn't need to run that fast that hill section because they were dead later. Yeah, <laughs> You paid for it. <laughs> I paid for it. Um, and then spring before the February before that, I did a six hour and it was just really muddy, really wet loop. Um, there was a section where my shoes came off like three or four times. Oh man. And it was a 0.65 mile loop. And I loved it. It was fun. It was flat. It was not technical, but the mud was just shoe shocking. Yeah. Literally. I ended, up, I ended up getting like 25 miles in six hours. Um, which was okay. I was, I yeah. was fine with that. Yeah. Um, I'm doing it, math in my head. Right. Okay. <laughs> uh, and then the, uh, that July I did Merrill's mile, which was a famous, well, uh, our time race up in Dahlonega, Georgia. Um, they have all the way from six to, uh, 48 hour races. Okay. It's a one mile loop at, uh, the ranger camp up there. And this is by far the longest race. I didn't think I was going to make it 12 hours, but I, uh, according to my phone, I got 50 miles and I was okay with that, but they officially had me at, uh, 47 and a half miles. Okay. Which is a big step up from 25 miles. Yeah. Yeah. That is. <laughs> so what kind of loop was it? Was it, was it, uh, um, it just, was it paved or was it trail or? It was a, luckily it was paved. So okay. I could do it by myself. I didn't really need a guide. Um, I will this year cause I'm doing it at night. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if they keep it up, if they, if they don't have to cancel it. Um, yeah. So it was a one mile loop so I could, and it was asphalt so I could do it with, uh, no issues. Um, I started struggling. I went through it like a, why am I doing this kind of thing around like from mile 15 to mile 25. Mm-hmm. And then when I hit the marathon, like mile, I was like, Oh, I'm over halfway done. I can do this. Yeah. So that was like the kind of motivation to finish. Um, and then I did, uh, one more 12 hour at the end of that year. Um, and I got about basically the same distance. Nice. It was, it was a completely different environment though. Cause it was cold and kind of rainy, but, it was a uh, cross gravel course, which that was fun. Um, mm-hmm. It was soft on the legs, so it was not as taxing. But it was—I like them both. I like those. I like both those races. They were yeah. um, challenging, but not too challenging. Man, you know, you know what kind of race would um, would probably suit you really well. Um, and, and, and there are a few like it. There are quite a few like it out, you know, out um, across the country. But uh, I did my fastest 100 miler up in um, in Kansas. Uh, there's the Prairie Spirit and there's a, 
uh, fall Kansas extravaganza that they're both put on in uh, Ottawa, Kansas on the same thing. And it's old railroad tracks on finely crushed gravel. So it's real easy on the feet. And it's oh, so, yeah. and, and it's like it's a straight like the, the album. It's like we did 50 miles, basically 50 miles out and 50 miles back. But they, there's also a, a marathon distance, 50K, 50 mile. And it's just it's just it's straight, man. You know, and like, you know, if you, um, you, if you get off the course, you, you end up in the trees, you know? So it's like, you know, you just, you know, it's something like that, man, that would probably be like, be, you'd probably excel really, you know, you could probably open up more, um, on, on something like that than something within, uh, you know, trails and things like that. <laughs> well, that's what they've said about like tunnel Hill and mm-hmm. yes. Uh, yeah. That's another one. There's a race in North Carolina. Uh, I always forget it when I want to remember it. It's I think it's in the Raleigh, North Carolina area. Okay. Uh, it, yeah, there's so many nowadays, man. I think I think I know which one you're talking about. I can't think of the name of it either, though. I'll think but, of it when we're done talking. But yeah, exactly, exactly. But but, but you uh, know, they're they're not. Uh, and like even this, the one I'm talking about, it's it's not. Um, it's not quote unquote trails, but it's, you I mean, you're across the plains of Kansas and, you know, you go through these oh, little sm- small towns, but it's, it, it's, it's pretty. Um, that, that would be fun. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you've, you've gotten right there at, you know, at, at 50 miles. And so you said you, and, and ultra, I've been there, man, where you're like, why am I doing this? And, and I, I wrote a, um, a, a post, uh, a blog once I was like, I think the title was "Why am I doing this? This is this hurts. This is stupid." I think that was the title. You know, it's like exactly. Yeah. So if somebody asks you, okay, like you know, man, you're wow, you're blind, you know, and uh, why why do you why do you keep doing this? What's your what's your answer? Um. What do you tell yourself my, <laughs> to prove to myself that I can do it? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean. I just have this drive to keep going. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, uh, it's hard to explain sometimes, man. <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, I don't want to sound arrogant, but I just, I, I enjoy the challenge. Right. Of the the challenge itself. Like, I enjoy seeing how far I can go. Yeah. And and even though that last race was hard and it took a lot out of you after you kind of recover, you, you kind of like, yeah, there was still more there, you know? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, man, and I just, I give you kudos big time. Cause you know, there are a lot of people who, who are, who can, who can see just fine, who can hear just fine, who can walk and talk, you know, and, and they aren't trying to push limits or they make excuses man and you know from from a lot of people's perspective you you got an excuse you know um man you you know you can't see but but you're out there running the roads by yourself you and a dog are the dogs you know um (laughs) you know out there training it and and you've got it you've got an excuse but you're like no i'm gonna i'm gonna push myself further i'm gonna do what i you know see what i can do see how far i can go and that's that's awesome man you know, see, I don't, uh, I don't, I don't see it as a, uh, uh, I just see it as a obstacle. I just see it. I don't see it as 
an excuse. Yeah, good. Awesome. I mean, those man, that's <laughs> It's just another challenge. It just yeah. makes my challenge a little bit more difficult than most people. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, you know, and and a lot of people deal with with stuff, you know, and um, you know, everybody can have you can make excuse. I mean, I I have I've had uh, knee surgery, I blew my ACL twice, and uh, you know, nothing to do with running, but um, you know, my knee acts up every now and then, but you know, I just do what yeah. I gotta do, and I'm gonna I'm gonna keep going. <laughs> I mean, if it's an injury, it's an injury. Right. I mean. Right. Yeah. But if it's just oh, it hurts. Well. <laughs> It's always going to hurt. What did you yeah. think it wasn't going to hurt? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, another thing to Scott Coomer, uh, his friend, Alfredo, he was talking to him and he was like, Scott was like, my feet hurt. And Alfredo was like, did you think your feet weren't going to hurt? <laughs> I like it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, here's the here's the cool thing I like to share with people and and it goes with what you just said. So you said at mile um 20 or uh, 25 or even before that you you were you were having that negative talk where it was just like, you know, it was rough and why am I doing this and all that. But now that you've been you, and then you came out of it, you know, you got past that mile 25 and you came out of it, you know, and then you just could, did what you had to do and had a better attitude and stuff. Um, I, I try to tell people like just you can push through it. A lot of people will just stop right there. But there's right. so much more after that. There's so much more after you want to quit if you just push through it, you know, and man, it'll I'm, get better. Yeah, it'll like, get better. You know, it, it, yeah. Your body's um, capable of more stuff than your brain thinks it is. Oh, a hundred percent, man. A hundred percent. Your brain is like, you know, stop. This is, and then once you push past, your body just says, oh, okay. <laughs> you know, your brain well, finally like, realizes, okay, we're doing this. <laughs> it is. Another aspect of that race is it, it's in the middle of Georgia, or it's in the middle of summer in in Georgia. Mm. So you know it's hot. Yeah, and humid. And humid. And Every year there's a rainstorm there. <laughs> so I welcomed the rainstorm around four o'clock because it was, it was, I, I chafed. I don't know why, I chafed a lot. But <laughs> that cold, the rain was, keep, I guess it kept me from overheating. Yeah. And I love this race. Um, it, they are some of the nicest people. Um, the Lonega Mountain Trail, or the Lonega Ultra Marathon uh, Trail Society. They're called Dumbass Good. Events. Okay. <laughs> uh, and I got a pair of socks that have donkeys on them that say, uh, poor decisions make for better stories. You know what? I, I saw uh, on your Instagram, there's a picture of you crossing uh, the finish line with a donkey on the arch, and that's that, that's got to be that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love that race, and I love the people. Um, they're some of my best friends. That's cool, man. So what, what distances are at that race? What, what distances can you do? Um, six to 48 hours. Okay. Six to 48 hours, as much as you can throw down. Right. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to, uh, I'll definitely put a link to that. And, uh, especially, you know, when you hear of good people and good races, I always like to make sure we, uh, we give them a shout out and, uh, and put some links on there. So, so we'll definitely do that, man. Who knows? I might be able to. Go visit family. There's a lot of small races down here that, I mean, that are really cool people. I mean, you just yeah. got to find them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, it's 
the half marathon that they do every year, the trail is it's the Helen back half marathon. Mm-hmm. And they have a 5k, a half marathon and a marathon. And nice. they're some of the best people. I mean, the environment, if it wasn't for the environment, I probably wouldn't go back because that risk that race is that difficult, but the environment is just, yeah, it's just so welcoming and they're all, everybody's friendly and everybody is looking out for everybody else. And it's just a nice. chill laid back environment. I, I love nice. that environment. So. so, so aside from, um, you know, um, in, in a race, you know, on a trail race, you've got a guide, um, on a road race, you know, road race or, or track race, you can see pretty well. Um, do what kind of other, you know, um, things that are a little bit more difficult for you? Like I'd imagine, you know, when you get to an aid station, um, you know, um, you can't see as well as everybody else. You just have to, uh, ask, you know, for what you need and, you know, normally my guide will help me with that. Yeah. Um, okay. Like he'll handle my bottle or tell me what's mm-hmm. on the table and hand me the cup or whatever. Yeah. Um, that's basically how that goes. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's pretty, that, he tells me what's there and I'm like, can I, can you hand me that or yeah, do you want yeah. to hand me that? Nice. Um, I was just thinking, man, have you ever done, uh, now you used to run track. But you know there are these uh, these the races where they're timed races uh, on the track. <laughs> I haven't done one of those yet. Um, there's one that I've wanted to do for a couple of years. It's down south of Atlanta. Um, it's called the Stinger All uh-huh. Summers Track Race. Um, I've wanted to do it, but it just hasn't happened yet. Um, yeah, but it sounds like a bunch of fun. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of those seem like, um, you know, you know, people are getting at it and running and and trying to, you know, break their, their PRs and records and things like that. But, but there's also an aspect of it where you see everybody so much and there's kind of like there's part, you know, people are having a good time on the sides and (laughs) crews are getting to know each other. And, um, yeah, those look like they'd be a lot of fun. I, I just, I haven't done one of those yet either. There's one, a buddy of mine puts on in the same town I live in, and I just it, the timing is always off for me, but but oh, yeah. um, I I don't know, man. I guess I, from somebody that's done a hundred on a treadmill, um, I, it seems it seems kind of like rough to keep going around in a yeah. oval. <laughs> but, in high school, uh, you told me to run three miles on the track. I I, I look at you like as was crazy. I was like, that's, <laughs> that's crazy. I, I'd get dizzy. That's ridiculous. That's redundant. Yeah. Now yeah. I'm like, oh, man. 50k 50 miles on the track yeah. that's not, not, not that bad well it, it requires um not only physical toughness but mental toughness too you know oh yeah these loop races that would it's it takes a lot more mental than you would think because you're going around and around and around the same thing constantly yeah you get bored if you weren't if you get in your head yeah 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 you, yeah you've got to you got to you just got to have that mental toughness, man. You've got to keep, keep, keep pushing, you know? Um, it helps to have people that you're talking to and just kind of playing a game with or, you know, yeah. playing tag. Uh, me and our friend did that at the Merrill's the first year. <laughs> nice. I'd catch the person. I'm like, tag, got you. And then I'd take off. And then, you know, a few laps later, the person would find me and they'd be like, tag. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it was pretty cool. So so what um so what's next for you? You you named one of them that you've got coming up next if it, if it happens. Um, 
I've got um, Merrill's in July. Okay. Um, and then hopefully the Bull Mountain uh, Epic Half Marathon, it's put on by the same uh, people as um, Merrill's. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm hoping to do a eight hour race in Blairsville and at the end of September. Okay. So w- what do you think, like, what do you think your, um, yeah, what do you think your limit is, man? I'm going to ask it. What's, what do you, how, how far do you want to go, man? What's your, what's your goal? Um, I, I really don't know. Like, yeah. Right now, 50 sounds like it, but yeah. once I get in better shape and I'm able to run constantly at a better pace, at, at maybe 100K. I mean, 100K is not much further than 50 miles. So, you know, <laughs> what, you know. Yeah. So maybe 100K. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, you know, and it, it's one of those things where you just, you just go and then, you see how that, how that, you know, how that full 50. Yeah. And then like, uh, it's hard, man. It's what, you know, you get a taste of a little bit more and you keep, you keep pushing boundaries and, but it's, I don't know. I, I like it. it. You know, it's cool to have that drive and just to want to, you know, either get faster at a, at a distance you've already done or, or grow a distance, you know, I like the grind of the 12 hour and then, thing you know going up further yeah I've, i was I, shooting for that last year but it just it didn't happen yeah i was yeah. coming off of shin splints last year at merrill's and it just yeah <laughs> i got 10 yeah. miles and i was done yeah <laughs> done well uh so um so uh you, if you hadn't uh listened to a lot of the podcasts i always like like to ask people because I'm, I'm always curious on what they're what they're using and whether they're an elite runner or just like like you know somebody like you or me j- that just runs. Um, what kind of what are your favorite you know shoes to wear when you're running? What, what's your go-to um, shoe? I bounce back and forth between brands. Uh, I love Carson Footwear. They're a small company out of Oregon. Okay, hadn't heard of them. They're, you have? No, I haven't. I haven't. Oh, okay. Um, they're very minimalist. Um, okay. They're uh, zero drop, and they have all kinds of different designs. They're all crazy and goofy and awesome designs. Um, gotcha. They have uh, he make uh, they got they they make them there in Oregon. They're not they're American made, and there's no arch support. It's just completely flat. Okay. Um, and you can have a. Uh, 10 millimeter uh, stack height or the aggressive sole, which would be a 12 millimeter stack. Oh, wow. That's not a lot. No, (laughs) but I love the way they feel. Um, And they're not as, for me, I feel better on the roads with them. Mm -hmm. If it's technical trails, I'd rather have a little bit more protection. Yeah. But I love the, uh, these on like a, a rails to trail or, uh, the road. Yeah. Um, I use ultra mm-hmm. on the trails and I mean, I'll use them on the roads too. Just whatever my legs are feeling like. Um, 
Uh, right now, I'm switching back and forth between uh, the provision, the uh, not the provisions, the uh, superior and the the lone peaks, maybe. Yes. Yes. Gotcha. They're the yeah. higher. They're the they're the more cushiony, aren't they? Um, yeah, the superior are the, the, the more minimal, then it steps up to the Lone Peak, then the Temps, and then the Olympus on the trail. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. I've got the uh, Lone Peak and the – I've got the Lone Peak and the – The superiors? Yeah. That's um, cool. The Lone Peaks are newer, and the superiors are the older ones. Gotcha. I um I I'm an ultra guy. Uh, you you'll appreciate this being a minimalist guy. I ran my first marathon in um the Vibram Five Fingers. <laughs> I heard that and I was like, oh geez. Yeah, yeah, and um that was uh and I I was fine though because I trained with that and my form was good. But as I get older, man, I need some padding. So uh, ultra is my jam, you know. Uh, it's still zero drop and um so yeah, um. Okay, well, what kind of um, like what 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 do you do nutrition wise when you're running? What's what's your plan? You know, um, what are you what are you eating and and like what kind of sport drink are you drinking? Um, I like Scratch Scratch Labs. Um, okay, yep. The passion fruit. <laughs> yeah. Um, nice. gels. It's either Honey Stinger. There's a couple of goo that I like. It just it just depends. Um, I've used uh humo before mm -hmm. it just it depends on what i can find really for gels um yeah. at a race in december i found out i really like grapes apparently <laughs> uh and that race was brutal it was a one mile with over 220 feet of elevation game per loop oh. and it was and it was technical <laughs> that'll get you so it, it took me like four hours to get a half marathon. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got it done, though. I, I got it done. It was, it was, it was brutal. Um, but yeah, I found I like grapes there. I, I haven't really tried much food during mm -hmm. ultras. I mean, I've had a couple of peanut butter and jelly. When I'm running, food just doesn't sound appetizing. Um, yeah. Not yet, at least. Yeah. I know people who will eat like pizza or uh, quesadillas. I want to try a quesadilla this year and see if that goes well. Yeah. Um, yeah. As you increase the distance, you know, that, um, you know, gels and all that stuff are okay, but sometimes you just got to have some solid, you know, something to, something to stick in there, you know? <laughs> I've always thought it would mess with my stomach, but lately I've been able to run after eating a meal, like eating an hour, hour and a half after a meal, which I used to think I had to wait three hours to after I ate a yeah. meal to run. So I feel like my stomach's becoming stronger, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. And, and, and you get, as you train, if, you know, if you're trained running longer distances, if you kind of train eating some stuff and you're not going to eat like a, a, a meal, but you're going to, you right. know, like okay. You know, a little bit, half a sandwich, quesadilla or something like that. You know, your body can process it. But, uh, man, it's it's rough, though, when you eat something that your body decides it doesn't like, you know, especially in the middle of a race. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I had a gel one time that I guess was expired. 
<laughs> That's great. <laughs> oh man, I, it ruined me for that deal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've I've had um a few things that I've I've used to take and uh, gotten sick from it, and I can't take it anymore. You know, things uh-huh. I like, man, things that worked well for me, but but it, done, uh, done. Yeah, it was. It made me gag. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, do you uh do you just you said uh do you carry bottles or do you wear a vest or anything like that? Um, for the longer trail races. Uh, let's see last year I'm trying to remember I didn't use a vest for the half the trail half I used a mm-hmm. bottle the first year I used it or the second year I had a vest but um I'm getting to where I don't need that for that race so I um I use a handheld um cause I can fill it up every two to three four miles yeah um but I have a vest that if I was going on a longer adventure and there wasn't aid stations, I, I could use it. Gotcha. Um, but for uh, shorter races like a half marathon, I use a bottle. Okay. Well, I got, I got, I have two more questions for you. Um, All right. At, at least I might think of another one, but I got two more for you. So your in, your Instagram handle is the blind donkey runner. <laughs> What's up with that, man? So, well, I'm stubborn. Like a donkey. Okay. All right. I like it. I like it. <laughs> and my wife's parents and my wife have always called me. Well, first they called it, they always called me a rock monkey because I was a monkey who was climbing. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, I don't know how it evolved the donkey, I guess, because I'm stubborn like a, a donkey. And they've, <laughs> they just called, started calling me donkey. So my wife, my wife's mother actually bought me a necklace that had a donkey on it, and I wore it till it broke. <laughs> nice. But uh, they always called me a donkey, and I figured, heck, it's stubborn. I'm stubborn, so it sticks. There you go. <laughs> All right. And, They called me a blind at a uh, badass blind runner. So gotcha. I kind of mixed the two and my wife actually coined the phrase the blind donkey runner. So nice. I like it. I like it. <laughs> and then here, here's the other, the other question. So, um, you know, what would you, what would you tell somebody who, um, who either, uh, they're either blind or have some other, you know, uh, limitation or some other excuse and and even even if it's kind of you know um you know real i mean you you like you're you know you're legally blind that's that's a real thing but what what would you tell somebody how would you encourage them and you know from 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 your experience what would you tell them um i guess never set limits on yourself you can always do you can always do it if you set your mind to it it may be difficult but you can if you can believe it, you can achieve it. Oh, that sounds kind of corny. Yeah, but it's it, it's it's good, you know. I mean, um, to you know, when you and I think a lot of people hear stuff like that and think we're saying um, 
don't, you know, just act like you're, you're, you're fine or act like, you know, you're not blind or whatever, but it's no, it's, it's acknowledge the issue. And that's like an ultra marathon, you face adversity, you have to acknowledge it and deal with it, you know, deal with what you're, but, but don't use it, but push past it, find a way past the obstacle over it, through it, around it, you know, and, and work with what you got. And yeah, it's it's all about, like I'm a goal oriented person. I have yeah. goals and it, I've got, it drives me crazy if I don't succeed them. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm a, num- like I'm a numbers person. If I don't hit, t- like I have a Apple watch and it gives me a goal. I've got it up to where it's a thousand thirty calories a day. And if I don't hit that, it drives me nuts. It drives me yeah. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's like goals help me achieve what I want to achieve. And I don't, some people don't work like that, but that's, I mean, I, that's how my mind works. Yeah. Well, well, man, uh, kudos to you, man. I get, you know, c- congratulations on what you've done, but I, I, I like that. You're like, you know, I'm not done yet. You know, you're still doing stuff, you're pushing. And I just hope, I hope somebody hears this and they're, you know, they might be sitting around and thinking, man, I, you know, I'm making excuses and I can push past it. You know, if Robert can get out there and, and, and run and train and he can hardly see the road, then I can, I can get out and do it, you know? And I, uh, I'm encouraged by it, man. Cause you know, um, and so I, I just want to encourage you to keep, keep pushing, um, keep being the blind donkey runner, man. <laughs> and I, I need to, I need to check out, um, some of those uh, Georgia races, I need to. I'm, I'm well overdue to go visit some family out there, and so I need to. Um, I guess once things kind of open up again and we know races will actually happen, um, so I will definitely let you know if if uh, I'm going to be out there and and running a race. And so who knows, we might be able to uh, catch some miles together, and that would be really cool. That would be awesome. I'll give you uh, Revolution Running down in Duck McDonough. They have a bunch of great races. Nice. Um, Guts, Georgia Ultra Trail Runner Society, they put on a great race, a bunch of great races. And uh, Delonica Ultra Marathon uh, Trail Running or Association, they put on yeah. a great race. They, awesome. Those are the three that I, uh, and then the Helen Back Race, which is, it's now Guts, but it was um, just a, one of my good friends put it on. Nice. Okay. Awesome, man. Awesome. Well, hey, thanks for, uh, you know, taking time to talk with me. And uh, I, I just uh, just appreciate you taking the time. And, uh, you know, we'll talk again at some point. All right. All right. I appreciate it, man. It was a blast. Yeah, man. All right. Take care. I'll talk to you soon. All right. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Well, there you have it. Take your excuse. Throw it in the trash. <laughs> well, don't do that. You can acknowledge the shortcomings you have and find a way to work around it. Where there's a will, uh, there's a way. Hope you're doing well out there, guys. Uh, hope you're getting some miles in. Hope you're signing up for some virtual races and having a good time planning on how to get that done. And uh, just look forward to hearing from you, man. Hey, why don't you guys uh, make sure you're posting uh, the virtual runs you're doing out there on social media. Uh, post them out there on your sites or put them uh, put them in the comments uh, on, on the Run the Riot podcast social media so, so I know which ones you're doing. Maybe we can get a little competition going on or something. Anyway, hope you're doing well. Take care of yourself. Keep running. Bye-bye. <laughs>